You are now tuning in to Paranormal Parable Podcast, a place where the strange, mysterious, magical, and metaphysical. I'm your host, Mr. Moises, coming at you live. Thank you for joining us. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you Yay! great. You hear- yes, I can hear great. you. So great, so great. I'm so happy. I, uh, you never know with this Aquarius technology, LOL. Oh, actually, it's also Mercury retrograde, so we'll come it across. I I, I, it's like a whole storm of different transformations going on. Yeah, but we did it. We did it. We so did nice it. to have you on the show tonight. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited. I know we get to talk about some really interesting things. I know people have been really curious about this age of Aquarius. So, yes, super, super, let's say on point, on trend with what's going on and all this truth seeking and quote unquote conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All just very synchronistic. Absolutely. I think everything that we're seeing right now is an exact representation of a new cycle that we just entered. So very exciting stuff, actually. And it's the first of February. I know. It's I'm actually, you know, what's what's um what excites me is that this is something that most people don't really think about. But when you think about the esoteric and uh, symbolical meaning of seasons, then March usually starts with the beginning and winter is usually the ending. And I always question, you know, why is it that the new year starts during winter? Wouldn't it be spring? And so in my mind, I'm like, oh, what's going to go down in March? Because everything that happened that was crazy last year began in March. So it's like, oh, like this is this isn't over. (laughs) We're just beginning. Actually, I don't even think we're at the beginning yet. Yeah, this is just maybe the little hiccup before the the big one, I guess you you would say. Yeah, it's is like a trailer. You, you <laughs> yeah, it's like a trailer. Okay, I got you. This is this is the teaser. Yeah, exactly. That's what that is. Wow, wow, that's a very good point that you bring up, and it's interesting that you bring that up because um, it's very interesting because the sun also is um kind of going through its cycles if you Mm -hmm. will Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are not aware of this i don't know if you're um into the grand solar minimum or know about that electric universe theory okay so definitely i guess i'm having you on this show for Mm -hmm. a reason you probably wait no way more than i do (laughs) yeah i I wouldn't go there um we we probably learning from from each other and that's everybody in this community right now and i guess that's part of this whole uh awakening aquarius golden age process right mm-hmm. we're all our students and teachers mm, absolutely exactly so what can you tell us uh going into this new time and going into this aquarius so i see you have a very big following on Twitter and you're big in the quote unquote truth seeking community. Mm -hmm. What was your, let's say, break into uh, taking the red pill, if you will? 
Sure. So uh, I've always been kind of rebellious. And so anything my parents would tell me, I would be like, you're lying just because I didn't want to believe anything they said. Um, and so that kind of followed me into my adulthood where I would just question a lot of the things that I was told. So I was always into conspiracies and I actually grew up in a computer cafe. So I was always on the internet, just looking stuff up and reading into things. However, my big massive red pill when I was like, wait, this stuff is actually re really serious and connects to everything that we are living through was probably um, around 2017, 2018. And um, it started with actually the whole Pizzagate thing. Um, wow. Yeah. And okay. so, you know, a lot of people get immediately turned off when they hear that because mainstream media has done such a really good job of demonizing the term Pizzagate to make it look like yes. that it's an absolute uh, fake thing or, or a conspiracy that has no truth to it at all. Uh, well, I think that was a big moment in general. And, and, and that also was in with that whole 2008 stuff going on. And even though that was a little bit before, mm -hmm. we found out later that there was these ties. And now with what's going on with uh, the whole e-trial, mm -hmm. um, maybe I should speak in codes, but I guess we don't have to on this platform. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, the, the Galsine and Epstein trial. Right. Wow, that's that's bringing all that back to light like it never left. Exactly, exactly. And if you followed it since the beginning, there were these real yes. anonymous users that kind of just were able to piece things together in a way where you just couldn't deny it. Um, WikiLeaks was able to even show a picture of the Pope at Comet Ping Pong. Why does how what? Why wouldn't anyone question that? What is he doing? I remember that. Yeah, like, and I saw it for myself. And it's just like these things where you're like, this does not add up. And usually when something does not add up, then something is going on behind the scenes. Like you can't just take it for, uh, you know, it's at face value. And in that situation, what they were telling us is that it's just a pizza place. There's nothing going on. Right. Well, that's even more weird because it's a dingy pizza place. Yeah. Why are all these high-end, let's say, elite people, why are they going to hang out in a dingy pizza spot? You you probably have someone in, you know, a personal chef can make you a pizza. Why are you going there? Exactly. And then on top of that, James Elefantis, who was the owner, was actually in a magazine once, uh, probably not a magazine, but an article talking about how he was one of the most powerful men in D.C. Why? Where did he get all yes. of that money? Yes. I heard about that. <laughs> I, I heard about that. And then, and then, uh, you know, coincidentally, what, six months later, maybe a little less? Hello. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Sometimes those things happen. That was very weird. <laughs> well, weird is what we do over here. So I guess it's part of the plan. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, speaking of, of, of weird and, and communications, not to get off topic, but so we're using all this technology. We're in the age of Aquarius, an air sign. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it is coincidental that we have all this, let's say, air technology? You know, we're talking right now as if we're in the same room. We're not. And it's like magic. It's like, oh, we're mm -hmm. just talking. No, definitely not a coincidence at all. I definitely see the age of Aquarius moving into uh, more innovative technologies and the utilization of more wireless connectivity. Um, so, for example, 
this month, there was not only a huge surge in people buying stocks off, you know, like for GME, oh, we're uh, Nokia. Oh, we're going to talk about that. We're yeah. definitely going to talk about that. But people have invested so much in crypto as well. And so right. that's like something that I correlate uh, Aquarius to. If there is a time where crypto would be big, it would definitely be in the age of Aquarius and the age of air sign, um, innovation and technology. And that's kind of how I see that. Um, Interesting. Okay. But it's very weird because I'm actually, uh, I also view the age of Aquarius as an age where man takes back his power. Um, and so right. it's like, there's, so, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Not to, not to cut you off. I was just going to ask. So, so by taking back your power in the context of what you were just saying with, um, money or mm -hmm. cryptocurrency, does mm -hmm. that mean that there will be no, mo no money is that what you mean by taking back your power? Yeah, there's like, I mean, I I'm sure there will be some type of currency, but when I see humanity evolving to a higher state of consciousness, I don't see the use, like, I don't see the need for uh, this thing where we put this illusion of power into anymore, like money. Do you know what I mean? So there's like this inner conflict where I'm like, okay, maybe we move into a, a more air signy currency like crypto but then eventually go away with that or maybe utilize it in a way where it actually benefits humanity you know i just don't see the same structure that we've been using with currency like the you know the the dollar i just don't see it holding as much value anymore and i know people kind of view that as a really scary thing but i see it as part of the cycle right i actually see it as part of the cycle as well and I'm actually an investor and I'm into, uh, let's say, the markets or, or monetary um, sciences. But I also believe that it is a lot of it, uh, for lack of a better term, I do believe in money magic. I, you know, I believe in it's it, it's a process, but it's also just energy. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't know, like like yourself, I'm torn um, I feel has its place, but I then also feel like, hey, would a super highly advanced civilization that's kind of just like a plasma energy orb, would they even use something like that? No, probably yeah, not, right? exactly. And, yeah. You know, so I, I obviously think maybe on a higher echelon, they don't have that. But uh, yeah, so we're going into the air signs, as you mentioned. So it's innovation, invention, and intellectual focus. Mm -hmm. And um, what's your take on all that with all this going on in this whole, let's say, truth-seeking community? How is this tied into age of uh, So will I... What... Is this just coincidence? Oh, no, not at all. What I'd also like to add is, um, you know, majority of the zodiac signs are depicted by animals. You know, you've got um, Pisces, fish, but uh, Aquarius is actually symbolized by a man holding a jar, pouring water out of it. So I also see it as an age of humanitarianism where people are starting wow, to. Yes, and that is actually one of the things when I was looking it up. Yeah. It specifically said social consciousness mm -hmm. 
philanthropy and humanitarianism. Exactly. Wow, making the world a better place. Yeah, it's more like um, it's almost like this. Uh, it's almost like the symbol of this man pouring this water, which could symbolize wisdom, philosophy, their ideas, life itself. You know, as they're pouring that water out, they see that reflection. They see themselves, and so it kind of adds this thing where people are starting to look at themselves and go within and question, right? And people are finding those answers whenever you question, whenever you go, who am I? Why am I here? What is this? What is this universe that I'm living in? It leads you to more answers. So I think what we're seeing right now, um, you know, and it started really in 2020, um, when people started questioning the narrative, and people started being like, hold on, what is the mainstream media telling me? It doesn't make sense. Are they lying to me? Oh, wait, mainstream media is working with corporations, the government. It's it's that time when people started realizing that. And 2020 was so beautiful because that was a time when everyone could talk about it openly. I guarantee if you talked about the stuff that we talk about now 10 years ago, people would probably just brush us off and think we're insane. Oh, well, I remember in 2020, it's funny you bring that up, and I like to call it 2012. Oh, uh, yeah. 2012. So I specifically remember that year and also 2012 to that year. Mm. To Yeah, along with, you know, the person that started with the letter K was a woman with the initials TT. <laughs> and she, oh, yeah, yes. Yes. yeah. And she actually worked, she, you know, she was in communication with K. <laughs> oh, wow. And then she mysteriously died under uh, very strange circumstances and what's crazy is she had a dead dead man switch video where she uploaded the video and she talked about how she was getting attacked um she utilized technology heavily for her research and she remembers when she was online and then people like she would visit websites that were kind of difficult to find you know especially if you use google it's kind of a fringe website and she realized that whenever she would log on Oh, what was that? Oh, I'm sorry. You sound a little warped. Oh, uh, uh, let me put these on. Okay. 
I said, from now on, we'll refer to that as the G company. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, let's do that. Um, it's crazy how we have to speak in codes because certain words, I, I believe Anchor has now maybe has an AI or a bot. Whenever they hear the word, it just shuts down. Uh, so for those people listening that are confused, I, I truly believe that that's what's happening. But yes, so continue on. Yeah, so uh, she was she would go on these websites and one day she went on and she just started getting attacked randomly. And uh the pages started to uh, change right in front of her. It was almost like it was getting hacked in real time and none of her technology wow. was working. And she started to hear voices that were telling her to kill herself. And uh, this woman is a very, 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 very intelligent woman, very intelligent woman. And what's crazy is her channel was mainly focused on esoteric stuff so it was never her trying to figure out who's who in in um the deep state or anything like that it was mainly her trying to uncover symbolism which is crazy so um right. well that's how i got into this. i mean besides paranormal things happening in my life i've just been always into the symbols the the, the hero's journey if you will yeah leader. but i think a lot of people get on it for that reason and then it lifts the veil yeah. a little bit, so I, I understand. What exactly, um, and then she just she just knew she knew it wasn't her. She knew it wasn't all in her mind. She thinks that she was getting attacked by uh, certain you know technologies or frequencies that they're using, which they've already admitted to that you know it exists. Um, the military already has you know it, it's been on articles where they've posted that they use like these waves or frequencies to to. Uh, for like battles against their enemy or whatever. And I, I think it already exists. So I believe her. Well, we know advertising agencies use things to change frequencies. And even when you walk in certain department stores, changes frequencies in your brain. Mm. You yeah. And most people, you know, to, to the people who are very aware, they'll say something or actually they don't even have to say anything anymore. They'll just think of something and it just immediately pops up on their phone which is crazy. You know, I've heard that happening and I've, and I've, I've looked at my phone and sometimes it's a double, you know, check and, and I'm like, am I nuts over here? Is yeah. really happening? Is, you know, tuning in, but also, you know, there's a flip side to all this. And, and I always like to have positives and, and kind of rear more in that direction. But before you go on, I do have to say, and, and maybe this is something that can be talked about at another time, but I have many examples in my own journey where the technology has mm -hmm. helped me. And I know people say a lot of bad things, but I'm at a point where I have my algorithm on the YT that basically it's only given me positive things that help yeah. my life. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I have to give credit to the age of technology that we're in because if it wasn't for the internet, which... I truly believe they created for the purpose of maybe indoctrinating people, but it kind of backfired, right? Uh, it, it woke so right, many people exactly. up. I mean, we now have access to yes. so much information that we can actually go back and figure out stuff before we were even born, which I think is super awesome. And not only that, but even though Google has, or 
G Company, <laughs> even though G Company has a lot of backlisted terms, there's still browsers that you could utilize for yourself that will enable you to search up oh, yes. stuff and oh, look yes. at fringe websites without having to worry about that. So, yeah. Oh, yes. The the duck one is a good one, <laughs> in my opinion. And they also have a Brave love browser, brave. which is great. Love brave. I love it as well. And, and, and you know what? I have to also point out that when you get down these certain things, sometimes you find out about these other more mm -hmm. dark things because these things just don't become coincidence anymore. Like, you know, when you find out even about the mm -hmm. letter G and all the different esoteric mm -hmm. symbolism, the, the numerology and the different, uh, you know, Kabbalistic and other things that go with the letter G. And then you have these, you know, little envelopes, you know, you start putting all these things mm -hmm. together and you don't have to be a no, rocket scientist. not at all. Um, you know, and, 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 and all truth is hidden in plain sight, right? Isn't that one of the most ancient problems? Absolutely. Proverbs? It's in our language. It's in our media. It's everywhere. The truth is hidden in plain sight. And honestly, it's the best way to hide. It's the best way to hide secrets, but it's also the best way to be, because, you know, I believe that, I believe that the ancients, as well as the so-called powers, I, I like to call them powers that were, not powers that be, um, they believe. Uh -huh. Okay, okay. Your weird <laughs> magic is strong. Sister. They believe that uh, they they believe in karma, right? So they understand that they there's kind of like this effect that goes back at them whenever they manipulate or utilize someone against their free will, and it's kind of like that. And so they're hiding, not really hiding, but they're putting a lot of these predictive programming imageries and messages so people can see it but we consent to them when we're unaware of what they actually are. Um, so, but moving back to the age of Aquarius, this was the time in the age of Aquarius where we're realizing that these are actually imageries to try and hypnotize us and put us under these spells. And for the longest time, we were wow. never aware of that. But this is why I'm super, you know, optimistic uh, moving into this age, into this new cycle, people think that this whole COVID thing and these means of control are scary and we're going down a pathway towards uh, totalitarianism. But I disagree. I think that this is right. these are the last cries of that regime. These are we're going to we're going to call it the Cerveza. Cerveza yeah. OK, that sounds good. Let's do that. <laughs> um, but these are the last cries. So, so you think it's a, it's a, it's all, this is, this is a silver lining. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, good. five years ago, there was nothing. It seemed like nothing really much was going on. Right. And for the longest time, I'm like, when is something going to happen? And yeah, crazy shit has been happening, but it's been happening so that it can move us to a new cycle. You don't just, you don't just, oh, you know, wow. move okay. to a new cycle easily. It's not just like an easy, um, it's not like an easy process to get there. There's birthing pains that go with it. And that's what we're experiencing right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you hundred percent. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And as a fellow <laughs> magician, fellow alchemist, I feel like, um, you know, right now, actually myself personally, and a lot of the other people in my inner circle and, and the cherished ones in my life, they're actually all doing really yeah. well. 
you know, whether they're getting their health on or they're getting mm-hmm. their finance on or all of the above, or they're getting the tribe together. Um, a lot of people I know in, in IRL are, are very much, let's say, uh, making it happen, if you will, you know, yeah. they're living the dream. Uh, don't let the mainstream brain drain mm-hmm. media fool you that everything is doom mm-hmm. and gloom out here because it's exactly world. going back with that is kind of taking back that power. Like what you were just saying about your friends is like, it's like that they're taking back their power. They're recognizing who they are. They're realizing what they want versus what they don't want in their reality. And that's kind of like one of the symptoms of the age of Aquarius to me. So let me kind of break this down a little okay. bit, but we came from the Piscean age, right? Ooh. So the Piscean age, the right. fish, the absolutely. Fish. We were kind of like a school of fish in the water. Uh, the water, you could represent it as life right. or this cosmic web that we're in. We were really dependent on this water. We probably were swimming against these crazy currents and um, probably didn't even know how to swim properly in a school. Uh, we're kind of like this fish moving into the age of Aquarius. We're kind of, we're like the man with the water. We've, we're taking control of that water. We're pouring it. We're moving it. That water of life and philosophy. Now we're the ones that are taking control of it and decide where it should go. That's kind of how I see it. Exactly. The water bearer. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. You're really bringing a lot of depth to this. I really like this conversation. So let me ask you this, Nikki. When you look at this big picture and everything that's going on, Mm -hmm. right? Do you feel like there is a shift, a literal, let's say, timeline shift, like a lot of people Mm -hmm. uh, speak of in the community that is going on currently? Or that's just maybe seems like it because there's so many people, let's say, getting hype to this uh, self-empowerment movement, let's Uh, say. So I think that the timeline shift is dependent on us. Uh, So this world is a world that we've all hallucinated together, right? Like this is the dream world we've all dreamt together. And the reason why it exists today is because we all bought into certain beliefs and accepted it as a group. So we're reinforcing this reality. So I think that the timeline shift is really dependent on us. I definitely think it's possible for us to move to a different reality that's a million times better. Um, But I think the shift that is required is us. We're not like we people think that we're waiting for an apocalypse, but I disagree. I think we're the ones causing it. So I think that I I think that that's very possible, Um, but it could take some time to get there. If it depends on human consciousness to raise, I definitely think it could take some time to get there. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's what I've always believed. And, and, and maybe, you know, I was fortunate to be very into English and learning about the hero's journey and reading and writing early on. So um, I see it as, you know, we're riding these waves. I always look at my life as you know, you're riding a wave and, but at the end, it's up to you, right? You are the magician. Now we're here in this age of Aquarius and I'm looking here in this little back research that I did that Saturn is very much involved with Aquarius. 
So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Because I know you're very into the astrology as well. And uh, a lot of us in the true seeking community, uh, Saturn is a big sure. topic so, right now. Uh, you know, some people in the truth community actually demonize Saturn because there's the powers that be are, you know, worship Saturn. And there's a lot of Saturn symbolism in higher uh, power structures. But Saturn should not be demonized. Saturn is a great teacher. Saturn teaches us a lot about ourselves. And I know that Sa Saturn is seen kind of like as a restrictor or death or stopper, but I think it's more than that. More than that. I think in moments where Saturn comes in to rule, um, certain situations, sure, may be in conflict with what you originally had planned for yourself. But in those moments, that's when you learn and grow the grow the most. Um, so I think Saturn will rule in a way where a lot of things that people head on to will actually fall away. Like a lot of the things that people thought to be their identity or their whole entire life may be destroyed by Saturn, which sounds like a terrible thing, but it's a good thing because in the age of Aquarius, like we said, air sign, we're moving into higher consciousness. Well, the only way to get into a higher consciousness right. is to, uh, move past the lower consciousness behaviors that we've entangled ourselves in. So whether that means your job or your state of being, uh, whatever it is, Saturn's probably going to get rid of that, demolish that. So that's uh, how I okay. see that. Okay. Well, I'm glad. Okay. So that's, that's great. And, and, and uh, I had the opportunity to do a small time chart reading uh, to learn a little bit about more. Uh, I'm going to also go to the gentleman mm -hmm. you referred me to, but it was saying that this, the house of Saturn has to do with these tests mm -hmm. and conquering your fears. So is this what the collective oh, yeah. is going through right yeah. now? Yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, so, uh, okay. So the past year, right. It seemed like everyone was waking up because for once their reality was phase was, uh, was not working for them. The government that is currently in place was not working for them. Their uh, education system mm -hmm. was not working for them. But in order to realize that the things that mm -hmm. they had that they held on to was not working for them, it had to fall apart first. So that's kind of what's that's how I see this phase that we're going through. Um, I, it seems really scary. And you can see that there's a split in the middle where people are holding on to it. And some people don't want it at all. Um, so. It, but I always, okay, cool. always see it in, in a positive light because I understand that Saturn rules it. But in a tarot, which is just as important as the zodiac, um, yeah, yeah, the definitely. Aquarius definitely. is actually the star card. Yes, the star. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna go into that, and and it's interesting that you mentioned these trials and tribulations. So you basically saying. Uh, and once again, I refer obviously a lot of things to tarot because I am myself a professional tarot reader. So we're in the tower card, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like the fall of Babel. Yeah. Okay. So so we're on the journey. Yeah. We're on the hero's journey. It's a little dark right now, but we're going towards the star, which is really, in my opinion, uh, is similar mm -hmm. to the magician. It's almost mm -hmm. like the wizard. Right. It's like mm -hmm. the more enlightened magician, you the star, like you making it happen. Just like we use the term star mm -hmm. in a movie. Right. Mm -hmm. He or she is the star of the movie. So I guess 
what you meaning to say is that people are now realizing that they are the star. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're realizing that they're becoming self-aware. They're becoming self-aware. And the more self-aware you become, the more ridiculous everything outside of you seems. Because you start to create coherence within and as within, so without. So you start to create coherence within and everything outside of you seems almost more incoherent sometimes. Uh, But that's for you to observe. (laughs) Talk to me. Talk to me about that. I mean, I know we're we're in some similar, let's say, financial uh, cool bubbles on uh, Twitter, uh, for lack of a better term, just meaning little communities. And uh, I know in the financial community, a lot of people get banged up and people make fun of them because they talk about PMA or having a positive mental attitude or not being in victim mentality. And I always find it funny how people Mm kind of get offended by this when it's like, no, everybody should have this self-empowerment. It's unfortunate that we have to deprogram and relearn basically confidence of our inner child and, and then people say, oh, no, you can't think positive yeah. and get out of a situation. When I look at some of the greatest people, Nelson Mandela was in prison mm. and he was having a great time. Not to say he was having a great time, but what I mean to say by that is the outside world was chaos and seemed to be crushing in. Mm-hmm. But he gained a lot of wisdom mm-hmm. from that experience. Yeah, I think um, it's very important to look at where you're vi- where you are vibrationally whenever you're trying to achieve something because every action, every achievement, the thing that came before that first, the thing that started it first was thought. It was intention. The very thing that started it. Ooh, so it's thought. kind of like um, think about it this way, right? So let's say you're trying to manifest a car. Or you're trying to manifest a new car. There's a huge difference. You could you could feel like you don't have that car yet. You could be in the mentality of, oh, I don't have this car. I don't have the funds for this car. I'm never going to get it. I, I just can't do it. I have to work forever, right? Or you could be in the mentality of, this car is mine. I love how it feels. I love how it's, I love how um, I feel in this car where I'm driving it. It's awesome. It's mine. I'm not even worried about it. There's a huge difference between feeling like you have to, uh, oh, yeah. You feeling like you have to struggle to get there versus you are already there. The second choice sounds a lot better to me. I'm already visualizing <laughs> that Maserati as you're speaking. Yeah, like, yeah okay, exactly. So it's very important that we take ourselves out of this victim mentality because you are the person that is putting you in that slave uh, mentality. You're the one that's doing that. Freedom is a state of being, right, you know, right. so, uh, of, you know, people can argue with that. I understand. Yes. But emotionally, mentally, freedom is a state of being. No, yeah. And that's what I mean. It's it's really a mental thing. And obviously, I know that there's certain institutional biases and different things that keep people down on different levels. Come on, don't get me wrong. I'm not out here saying that, you know, things just happen so easily. And, and, and even in the manifestation, people don't realize a lot of time when you first get into it, that there's mm-hmm. almost like a lag time between your imagination and, you know, what happens in reality. I didn't go to Thailand until mm-hmm. 15 years later after mm-hmm. watching the beach or reading mm-hmm. the book, The Beach. And, and, and so it's, it's not no. always instant mm-hmm. like people think. But when I was there, I envisioned exactly what I was doing in certain places in Thailand. I remember wow. having those dreams when I was younger. 
when I was reading I that book, that. I said, I'm going to go to Thailand. It happened 15 years later, but I went to Thailand. And you know what? Talk about manifestation, not to get too much off track here, but I went when I didn't have any money, right? I was in a down position in my life and I just went with the flow. I love sudden, that. I'm yes, I love that. That's another thing that we need to remember is once you're out of this victim mentality and all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed, right? For the universe to provide and it'll happen. Uh, but oh, that's yes. that's really all you need. And you have to understand that there is a perfect timing for everything. Your perfect timing for your manifestation may not be aligned with what is um, what the universe knows is best for you, right? So I think people should just yes. learning to let go well. is super important. Oh yeah, oh yeah, wow! And and can we oh, continue yeah. on with this magician phase of things, or I should say the star phase of things? And uh, I know we touched on it earlier off the record, but I think we should touch on it now because. It's so big, and I really don't think it's coincidence. And then I was doing a little research, and in Babylonian times, um, Aquarius was the protective oh. god EA. Now, EA, back in the day, I used mm -hmm. to play video games, EA Sports, NBA 2K, mm -hmm. the soccer game, FIFA, right? Now, we got all this GameStop. Uh... So... Can we maybe talk a little bit about how video games is part of our, let's say, archetype and, and how that goes with that magician energy? Maybe there's nothing there. Maybe no. I'm just being wild. But I wanted to maybe I see think people are people noticing that notice this it. simulation kind of has a script that shows through it sometimes. You know how in the Matrix, uh, Neo looks and he sees this curtain of like green letters going down. It's kind of like that. A lot of what we're seeing is kind of like this, yes. the script showing through. And all you need is to understand that that's what's happening. You just have to open your eyes and pay attention and you'll see that there's a different exactly that yeah this is codes. literally a game um there was this i'm just bringing this up real quick but in the show sherlock holmes um the judge okay. asks him sherlock do you know do you believe in coincidences and he's like the universe is rarely so lazy and i truly believe that it's just all it's all uh, like planned wow. or scripted in some form or fashion so GameStop is just another way of saying game over it's and what's funnier is that the slogan for GameStop is power to the players. <laughs> yeah, power to the players. Exactly. And that's why I was like, when I was doing all this research, it just magician archetype. Yeah. It's just like, I'm like, wow, this can't be coincidence. And then us being exactly. the generation mm -hmm. of video games. Yeah. And like, I'm like, wow. Yeah. What's like even crazier one is one of the hedge funds that we're trying to take down is Citadel. And you know what a Citadel is. And if you look at the Citadel yes, of, yes. Uh, I forget what it's called, but in France, it was destroyed um, during the war. And so it's kind of funny when you think about it that way, too. It's like we're trying to break down Citadel. We're trying to... <laughs> <laughs> but citadel in ruins it's all just very weird 
this scripted universe that's just starting to come through. You just start to question everything, but it's very awesome to see. And I'm glad that other people are seeing it as well. So there is a connection with all of these words and meanings. And I don't think it's a coincidence at all. Right. Well, I mean, in general, uh, we can do so much just into the research of the 11th letter, which is K. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with the work of uh, Robert M. Hofstein. Everybody should check out his work. He wrote this book called The English mm. Alphabet, The Mystical uh, Origins of the American or the English Language. And he basically talks about what a lot of people talk about now, which is basically how the English language is really very, very deep mm let's say, mm -hmm. advanced mm -hmm. uh, word magic, right? You know, and it's really a sigil. When you look mm -hmm. at a letter, an alphabet, right? It's really a sigil. Mm -hmm. It's really a character, just like a Chinese character, even though we don't think of it that way. So we have so much word magic. And I also think that that's part of all this and all this online stuff. It's really like, you know, people are mm -hmm. essentially like back in the day, their own scribes, right? And and what's that about, right? The pen is mightier than the sword. So um, I want to talk to you a little bit about that because you have a very big following on Twitter. You're very big <laughs> on the internet. You're big on TikTok. So was this something that you planned out or was this something that happened by chance? And how does this kind of, let's say, social media uh, maverickness, how does that have to do with all so this? Aquarius and all of it was really random and unexpected I really just started posting stuff around the summer of last year and I did it just because I was honestly kind of bored um but almost nearly all of my ideas were from me or words were from me tapping into something me meditating and thinking oh I should I should make a video about that it was it felt like I was in the flow anytime I came up with these ideas and it felt like I was in a flow whenever I would think of certain things to write about or tweet about. Um, and I think what tends to happen is whenever we're tapping into something that is higher and not very 3D or grounded in, in this uh chaotic reality we're in whenever we're tapping into that higher power or higher intelligence or higher version of ourselves and we somehow manifest it into this realm people naturally gravitate towards it because everyone is connected to one thing we think we're seeing individuals but we're really just one thing i think we're seeing separate beings but we're not so when someone is tapping into something and they kind of put it out there right people kind of naturally gravitate towards it because it's almost like uh, most people have lost connection with um with spirituality or their higher selves um and right. so I think that's if I had right. to skeps, you know, speculate, I think that's what happened. I really was not expecting to blow up or, you know, go viral or anything like that. It just um, kind of happened. And it, it all happened. It only happened when I decided to be authentic. That's when it only happened. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. So this is all part of it authenticity <laughs> yeah because in the beginning you know um i was probably most like other teenagers where i'm like i'm gonna have a lot of instagram followers and i'm gonna be an influencer and you know you could try your best to get 
Yeah, we've all been there. And I, you know, I remember maybe a couple like years ago where I would try to get followers that way and it just didn't work out. And I was like, well, screw this. And then, you know, I kind of learned a little bit more about the ego and more about myself. And then when I started to become me, when I was like, you know what, I'm going to utilize the internet for me to actually put myself out there as well as my thoughts. That's when I started just randomly getting followers and, um, you know, just people gravitating towards it because it's a lot of, because it's people that can relate to it. And it's not, um, authenticity is something that everyone can relate to. Um, so I, it's, there's no target audience for it. It's right. not like right. a lot of, you know, just young teenage girls. It's everyone. I've got Republicans, Democrats, liberal, older people, um, yeah. younger people. It's everyone. We all deep down believe in the same things. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, that's great. That's great. And, and, and it's sometimes it can be very hard for us to mm -hmm. be authentic. Oh, yeah. Is, is that part of this? Yes, whole process? yes. Um, so Just in the beginning, when be I, I actually started off as, with TikTok, and I wanted to teach people manifestation techniques. And so um, it was very sweet. And I was like, you know, I had this idea of wanting to help people. So I had really good intentions, but it was attacked immediately. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not a lot of people were doing it then. Now it's, it's more of a happy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But it was crazy. It. it surprised me because I was like, wait, I I'm trying to help you. Why, why am I being attacked? Like, I just want people to understand that this is a really good thing that can change their lives, you know, but people were making videos about me and uh, people were making fun of me. And it just really took me by surprise because it was also like my first or second video that I uploaded and it reached like millions very quickly and I was like oh anxious a lot most times because I was like well I want to make another video for more people you know but they're just going to attack me so um getting attacked once you start to kind of stay away from that regular scheduled programming is absolutely 100% normal and it's just part of the simulation oh yeah it's part yes, of yeah, the agent exactly. Smith, it's almost like, like the when agent someone Smith. just gets possessed by an agent Smith when you start to talk about taboo topics or things that they are unfamiliar with. That's just what it is. People just need to see as within, as without. Everything yeah. that they're witnessing out in real time that's either not them or something that they yeah. can't resonate with or something that is so different from them, it is showing you what you are not because it's something that you've purged yourself of. Yeah, it's almost like, too, uh, I, I don't know if there's been a lot of analysis done into this. I'm sure there has, but it kind of reminds me, and especially as a man, because uh, I think we have a tendency to distract ourselves a lot and, and kind of take away our energy to other things. Mm -hmm. But it reminds me of the girl in the red dress. And it's like, when mm -hmm. you stop looking at the girl in the red dress, if you remember on that scene, everybody's just got their eyes mm -hmm on uh on neo and i feel like the, definitely the the beginning of the awakening process for myself and, and a lot of people i've talked to is always like that it's almost like it's like you know they don't want to be woken mm -hmm. up it's like you know uh when you try to wake a sleeping giant uh 
and uh yeah it, it, it can be very uncomfortable yeah it's just uh, but every time you around. stick it to those people anytime you continue it's you saying i'm doing it for me and i don't care um it, it empowers you yes yes it's an empowering thing especially if you're just being authentic you know it's it's i find it very interesting uh because i'm i'm not purposely trying to make people feel bad but on this journey i've definitely seen that people will get offended just yep. for you being your nerdy self like what the heck i, I never seen that happen until all this and then i'm like well i'm just like it's it's constant you can post Why about so division and people will argue with you <laughs> right 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 of course of course now so are we going into a place here in this golden age of aquarius is there a place of non-duality or that's something that cannot be uh so i kind of want to talk about my theories on the yuga i'm sure you've heard about the yuga the vedic beliefs um so there's um Definitely. i'm just gonna go I, i'm just gonna go by the greek terms because yep. i don't want to like butcher it and um i, I don't want to try to remember it <laughs> uh but we're in the no, kali know, yuga which is also mean. known as the iron age <laughs> after that would be the uh bronze and the or is yep. it silver I think it's silver. No, after the Kali Yuga is, it? is the Sattva was... Yuga. Yeah, I th if I'm not mistaken, because uh, I have a, my artistic name for my music is Kali Vibes, and I specifically chose that because we're in the Kali Yuga. But if I'm mm. not mistaken, the next Yuga um, is the Yeah, Golden I've heard Yuga. several theories about it, and I'm a little conflicted because I feel like to get to a golden age where we reach unity consciousness, it could take a long time. And it's not like me looking at it from a, gri a grim perspective, but more of a perspective of the cycles. Um, but, you know, right. so we're in iron and then i believe we reach bronze and then silver and then gold um so yes but i think, I think but who right. knows I, I think, yeah yeah that would make but sense. who really knows because like i mean it's not like we were we were alive thousands of years ago uh well you know the the thing is could we be repeating uh, let's mm. say maybe there's a new Atlantis time coming and maybe we're having an opportunity to not make that same mistake of basically, uh, because the only thing is you mentioned uh, this mm -hmm. collective, let's say oneness. Now, is that good or, or is that what people speak about when they talk about this uh, interference mm -hmm. of the machine and this hive mind and this mm -hmm. kind of what so, you would call this archonic parasite, um, or is this totally different? Do, do we want to? No, hive we mind? do. We definitely don't want a hive mind. Um, so what's what's being done right now is they're trying to create the hive mind so that everyone kind of has these pre-programmed thoughts and responses to a lot of the things that's going on, um, so that everyone can create an accepted reality for all of us. So that everyone can reinforce the realities that they want to force on us. If everyone is is accepting the same thing, then we are re reinforcing that right. hallucination together 
that they want. Um, in a golden age type of situation, in freedom, in freedom, no matter what, in freedom, everyone always chooses their own paths. That means everyone will always be the um, their expression of their individuality. Everyone will have different archetypes, but that's freedom because everyone gets to choose who they want to be. But we all support each other in that and we still feel the oneness and the uh, the higher meaning behind all of these differences. So in the Iron Age, we're very like lost in this illusion of separation and um, we're we're turning to external things constantly instead of recognizing the power within. And so in a golden age situation, the power is within us and we recognize that and we feel empowered. And when you're empowered, you don't feel the need to bring someone down and no one has, you know, if they feel the same, you know, then they feel the same way. Like, think about this. Like if there were gods in a playground and they were self-actualized gods, they would want to play with each other. They wouldn't want to bring each other down. They would want to have fun and play and um, like be on each other's level. Right. So that's how I see. That's how I see it in the, in a golden age type situation. But True. And, and I see it that way as well. And, and I really do believe in the path of self-actualization and, and uh, a lot of these people, whether it's Siddhartha or Anandamma, Ma, you know, Joan of Arc, so many of these quote unquote archetypes or even uh, Christos mm-hmm. and the Christ consciousness, exactly. it's really a self-actualization. You're really preaching the power of self-empowerment, right? And, and we're in an age right now kind of, detoxing ourselves exactly from giving our power away and we're kind of heated mm-hmm. you know we're we're kind of like weaning off the junk we got off that but we're exactly. still a little bit having and that's just part of heated. the cycle like i truly angst. believe that the sun and the solar system has effect on human consciousness um if you look that there you see there's a correlation between astrological events and uh the sun and where the sun is and you know when empires fall and rise and i think this is just a similar situation where you know in the iron age everyone is going through this phase of um uncertainty and anger and animosity uh and it looks like this current system or power structure is failing um so again it's just yeah Looks like it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, everybody's coming out of the woodwork and, you know, you have your, I don't know, conservative aunt coming out and saying, well, you know, maybe this politician's doing something shady, you know, so everybody's uh, having some sort of awareness that, like you said, you know, maybe mm-hmm. this matrix mm-hmm. just and it's what we And, and you know, was. people are wondering, like, why would this be part of the cycle? Well, if you were god right if you were a limitless being who wanted to join a simulation what would you want well you would want to be surprised if you were an omnipotent all-knowing god why would you want the same thing every day and i think that this you know everything that we're witnessing is something that our higher selves probably planned for us because you you have to admit you know even though everything seems really crazy it's actually pretty epic like we're seeing a downfall of this structure that everyone once believed in it's crazy you know people think that their awakening process is hard and scary when they learn about these conspiracies but i found myself in a happier place because i was like Oh my God. 
I found myself in a happier place too. I, I see it as more, even though a lot of these things are dark, it's interesting to find other people that see it this way because to me, it's more of that magical aspect. It's like Saturday morning cartoons mm. or, you know, the magicians, Harry Potter, whatever you liked. Um, and it's, it's more like, okay, well now yeah, there's exactly. the super villains. Now there's the, the evil wizards. All right. Well, exactly. if that's the case, then that means exactly. there must be so, superheroes. There must be heroes and anti-heroes. Like, I'm like, all right, yeah. man, to me, I see it like in the real life X-Men is coming up. Like, you know, that's crazy, baby, because I'm OD on some sci-fi uh, levels, but I see it that way. I also see that the human mind and the imagination, I really see ourselves, we're already the supercomputer. I think as humans, we don't give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. And uh, part of this awakening process, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nikki, is that you realize your power because you realize why are so many people and or institutions or such powerful people and or institutions, because it's really not that many, mm -hmm. trying mm -hmm. to uh, be player haters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I must got something right. My juice exactly. must be on point, right? If all these people trying to, exactly. trying to stop me, Anytime like, you know these, saying, uh, I must be Jordan on some shit. People who are obsessed with power try to suppress you you're probably on the right track. You're probably over the target. That's how I see it. That's... Mm -hmm. You gotta right. use reverse psychology right. because right. they've inverted everything. Right. They've inverted everything, of course. And, and, and most of the symbols that they lead you to believe are, are negative, those are the positive and vice versa. And it, these are magical systems which don't have any power except the intention mm -hmm. you put in it. Other than that, they're exactly that, just magical systems. But but we are the magicians, <laughs> and you, you can be, you know, it's like spy versus spy. No, you can be no, the black no. one. You, I mean, not to, oh, man, people yeah. are going to come at me now. Um, <laughs> no, you're... You know what I mean to say, not to get to myself in a jam now. But... Um, uh, you know, it's, we, we get to make a choice. What type of magician do you want to be right now? You want to be the dark magician or do you want to be, you know, the, mm -hmm. the night magician doing your thing and being on the right mm -hmm. side exactly. of, let's yeah, say, that's, the collective that's a It's a good way to put it for sure. So, so what can you tell us to wrap up here? Thank you. This Likewise. has been a great conversation, by the way. I have learned so much from you. Uh, what, what's, the, what's a solid, let's say, something that you can tell the audience, like, hey, how can you be your best <laughs> archetype? Or what's the best cheat code right now to be the best level magician the cheat code is to go within. And the reason why is because the moment you were born, everything was external. Everything, you know, was everything that they taught you was to seek something external outside of yourself. You were never taught to go within and reflect and figure out who you are or even tap into your own intuition. So the number one tool is to tap in, go within, either by meditating or writing, um, focus on you. And meditate because you'll find answers when you go within. 
everything is within. And by doing so, you also empower yourselves because we've given so much of our power away to these external stimuli and entertainment and even other people sometimes. Um, and most people, whenever they are anxious, which is 99% of, come on, let's be honest, the population, they don't really go within. They don't. Yeah, like they, they and yeah, a lot of us are um, traumatized individuals because of how society is. But we've all been taught to kind of seek something outside of ourselves to make yes. ourselves feel better. Yes. But you have to go within because to find the problem or to find the thing that is yes. you know, shackling you, you, you have to be you have to go to the beginning. You have to find the root. And so I, I think that's the most important cheat code to have is to go within. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow that's deep that's od deep i love that i love that exactly Go yeah to and, stay in and, touch with your with your, your, with your magic ship mm-hmm. that's great stay in touch with your magic now you mentioned that a lot of us and i can definitely say that's the case with myself uh being an empath a lot of us get on this journey because maybe our own trauma or the trauma of the world So what can you say to, let's say, the truth-seeking listener? What would be a specific cheat code for them so maybe they don't get so wrapped up in this darkness and uh, they can, let's say, get some positivity? Um, I think what what happens with the truth-seeking community is that we just keep seeking and seeking and seeking. And sometimes some of us fall into this pit of everything's a psyop, nothing is real, everything's a conspiracy, everything that goes viral is bad, it's all planned. And I think that's a really negative way to look at the universe. Um, Because not everything, like I I promise you, it seems like they have a lot of power, but they're losing it and we're seeing them lose. So to the truth community, focus on how they're losing because a lot of us are focusing on how they have power and what they've been doing to have you know to to maintain that power focus on it's time for truth the truth community to focus on the other side of that because we're just way too focused on the dark side but i promise you once you start to focus on what's actually happening like them losing them losing control which is so obvious then i think we start to not only um you know uh not only can we become more optimistic, but we also, as magicians, start to manifest that into our reality as well. <laughs> wow, that's deep. Okay, that's great advice. That's, that's amazing. And like I said previously, it's great to leave it on a positive note because even though, like you said, it may seem like there's a lot of darkness, it's really just like this veil or this other world um, is being absolutely and, and we're really seeing what's exactly already that. going on anyhow. So where, where can you be reached? And um, if you have any, yeah, so uh, uh, I could just be reached at my Twitter, A-T-E-N-Y, alien, a teeny alien. Uh, I am working on an audiobook that um, Tom Montauk wrote. He's actually a fantastic researcher. He's been researching this whole matrix system um, for, since like early 2000s. He's one of the beginner, one of the uh, researchers who began diving deep into these topics. Um, but uh yeah, I've been working on this project to read this book so that everyone can, you know, have access to it for free because I think that 
we we should help each other out. And I think that this book is very expansive when it when it comes to um, consciousness. It teaches you a lot about the matrix and it kind of expands your mind a little bit. So uh, stay in tune for that. It might take a while because it's it's a one one person type of thing. Um, but yeah. I understand fully. Sometimes those are the best projects. Most of the time, mm -hmm. those are the best projects. <laughs> and interesting how his last no name is Montauk. We are all familiar with that. No. No coincidence, exactly. I mean, if, if, if you're... I have definitely seen the synchronicity levels go up continuously in my life. The more that I let's mm. say, get into mm. this co-creating yeah. red pill that we it's, call life. Um, it's super exciting dream. because for the longest time, humanity didn't see that we were in a dream or some simulated universe, but now we're all seeing it. And it's exciting because that's, uh, you know, where is this presence and awareness going to take us? Well, I think that that's going to give us the control to uh, lead humanity wherever we want to go because it's no longer the script uh, controlling us when we're aware of it. Wow. This is, this is great. This is really great. This is, wow. You're shedding so much great information, Thank shedding you. light. And uh, I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for coming on board tonight and teaching us all these wonderful esoteric cheat codes and just basically uh, all this great knowledge on the matrix. So, so what oh, I know, right? No matrix, coincidences. And it's funny because the matrix four is coming out this year. <laughs> no coincidences would you consider it a good or uh, a bad thing this i want to see it as neither uh not a good thing or or a bad thing it just is what it is um think about it this way so the matrix i think and and an ai type of mentality has this idea of black and white right or wrong zeros and ones but only computers right. should be thinking in zeros and ones but we should be operating from the heart chakra the heart chakra just notices everything for what is it, what it is and accepts it so what if we view the matrix as part of us because it is it is yes yes i i, I see it as that as well it's just the collective mm. consciousness i I even view the internet as really the yeah. Akashic Records. It's almost like this, the Akashic Records has somehow manifested into this realm um, as above, so below. So, yeah, that's I don't see it as a negative thing or a bad thing. Yes. In fact, <laughs> you ask me, I think a lot of us created the Matrix. Um, so it, I just think we just have that much power. Um, everything that we're experiencing is all us. Wow. Wow. Told by a <laughs> okay. real positive mental attitude enthusiast. Hey, that's what's up. I, I feel it 100% and so grateful to have you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for having me. Have a great and night. We look forward to all the great things you're doing. <laughs> See ya.